Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. That's right. Winning Cures Everything, NFL Previews. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. <sighs> Let's go on and talk about this. The show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six wonderful sports books. You can find more information about them over at tunicatravel.com. They've got a lot of exciting things happening down there. Go check it out for yourself. Tunicatravel.com. You can find us over at winningcureseverything.com. If you're watching on YouTube, Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you comment in. Let us know what we've gotten right, what we got wrong, what you agree with, what you don't, etc. We welcome all of it. Now, if you're going to trash talk, you got to be okay with taking some trash talk because we will do that as well. Uh, if you are listening on the podcast, hit that subscribe button. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star review. Share the show out with your buddies. We appreciate all of the support. As always, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at GaryWCE. I'm at Chris B. Giannini. And the show is at Winning Cures. You can also get us on Facebook, etc. Everything's over at winningcureseverything.com. Jumping into the AFC North, which is the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers, and the NFC North today, which is the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, and the Vikings. You ready to fire in? First up, the Baltimore Ravens. Last year, 10-6. and six. Made the playoffs to win the division this year. They are plus 300. Their strength of schedule is 23rd in the league. So that is the 23rd softest or most difficult. But then the, uh, what, what is that, ninth or 10th softest? Um, turnover margin, they were 22nd in the league last year at minus 3. Kind of to be expected with the rookie quarterback. That's right. Uh, over-under is 8 this year. The juice on the over is minus 130. 
Juice on the Unders plus 110. They're a projected favorite in nine games this year. Uh, head coach John Harbaugh, uh, the offensive coordinator is Greg Roman this year. Uh, he was the tight ends coach last season. They were number 26 in yards per play on offense last year. Averaged 5.2 yards per play. On defense, number one in the NFL in yards per play. Correct. Gave up 4.7. Uh, their defensive coordinator, Don Martingale, uh, he's awesome. On defense, they signed Earl Thomas, Pernell McPhee, Shane Ray. Uh, they drafted uh, Jalen Ferguson, defensive end from Louisiana Tech, who led all of the NCAA for all-time sacks. On offense, they drafted Hollywood Brown, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Uh, they signed running back Mark Ingram. Greg Roman, I don't know if you remember this. He is the one that uh, was the offensive coordinator for Harbaugh. He was the one that uh, that coordinated Kaepernick to a 25-14 and 14 record in San Francisco without him. For Jim, you're talking about, not John. Yeah, yeah, for Jim. Yep. Um, now, Kaepernick, 25-14 and 14 in San Francisco without Greg Roman. Kaepernick's record was 3-16. and 16. Now, Lamar Jackson had an 84.5 passer rating last season. That was higher than the last four seasons of Joe Flacco. Correct. Pretty crazy. Uh, they led the league in defensive early down success rate. Uh, only three teams since 2013 have won 10-plus games with minus three or worse turnover ratio. Um, they were three and four in one-score games, and they had a terrible turnover rate or turnover luck, and yet still won 10 games. I have got this team at 8-8. Eight and eight. I think they are right on the number. I still want to see Lamar Jackson improve, but they brought in a bunch of weapons. Uh, that I think this team could be really good. I just I, I just want to see it first. Am I, maybe I'm crazy for that. Like, I thought they overachieved last year, and I think that the defense maybe, maybe regresses just a hair. Uh, yards per play on offense, I think, will probably get a little bit better. I think the turnover luck changes just a touch. But I still think that this is like an average team, and I feel like the Browns are better. I feel like the Steelers could be better. Uh, the Bengals, I, who knows what to think of them. But the Ravens, like I, I think this this has nine and seven to seven and nine somewhere in between there written all over it. So I've got them at eight and eight. So I, I thought this team was going to be a, a nine and seven team. So before before I started looking at the schedule and going through wins and losses, which I kind of hate doing. I would have just talked them up to a 9-7 and team competing for a wild-card spot, what they did last year. I think this team's going to be good. I don't think they're going to turn the ball over very much this year because they made it clear we're actually going to go back to the 30s in football and we're going to run the ball over and over and over and over again. Hard to turn it over that way unless you just fumble it all, all the time. Just Teams just don't do. Yeah, no, I'll tell you this. When they had Joe Flacco last year, they were the number one most pass-heavy team in, yeah. in the league, and then when they flipped it to Lamar Jackson, they were the number one most run-heavy run team, team. And, and somehow made it work. Yeah, oh, no, not just somehow like, made it work. And then, like, like they made it really, I think really Lamar good. Jackson's really good. Yeah. I like him. I'm I'm sold you, on him. You and I, I was, have been, we we are at odds on him. That's right. Coming and, out and of I want to see it. Yeah. Coming out of college, this guy won a Heisman Trophy. This guy had no problems throwing the football. His percentage, completion percentage was low because he was throwing 60-yard passes. 
I mean, it's the same argument for why Josh Allen's completion percentage was low. Like, anybody who's throwing the ball 40, 50 yards down the field is going to have a lower completion percentage than people throwing it three yards. Lamar Jackson, in college, and we'll continue this argument, because in college, whenever he played against good defenses, was average at best. But when he played against but that's mediocre not, that's not to a poor fair defenses. comparison because his team never, ever, ever had an offensive line. Louisville had a very soft, weak offensive line. They weren't one of those teams that just has big hog mollies that can hold people up. So when okay. they played good defenses, their line got just completely blown up. That's a, no, you're so right. it throws everything off. It's not college and pros. You just cannot compare that way. But but when he had time, he had no problem having accuracy. The Ravens have a pretty good offensive line. They're, they're going to be a stable team. I kind of wanted them to be higher. I got them 7-9. and nine. I got them 7-9 and nine because I think they're going to lose games that they, that they probably should win just because I think they're going to have a hard time scoring points. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna I, I kinda wanna be wrong on this. Now I hate the city of Baltimore. They 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 took the Browns. They're my mortal enemy. They are my number one team out of all thirty-two teams out there that I despise more than anyone else. But when Lamar went there, I kinda had to draw a line in the sand and say, Has time passed? Can I get over this? Because I really like this guy. <laughs> I was in the tank for Lamar and I'm still in the tank for Lamar. Um I want him to be better. I think I think Greg Roman coming in makes it. I'm surprised that you picked him with a worse record than I did. Yeah, but but like I said, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they're they're nine and seven. I literally just went through the schedule. I wrote wins. I wrote losses, and then I added it up when I was done with the entire all 32 teams. And then I said, how many games did this team win? And that's just what I went with. I didn't change it. Once again, not a good science. But, right, but it, it it works. It works. It's, okay. it's what I've got, and, and it's what I'm going to go with. All right, so I've got eight and eight. You've got... I'm seven and nine. Seven and nine. Um, they're, they're projected favorite in nine games. I, I think they'll so, end up being nine and seven. I just can't tell you where those games are going to be. I can understand that. Moving on, the Cincinnati Bengals, six and ten last year. Uh, finally, Marvin Lewis, gone. We, we did not know when that was going to happen, but... Last year, to win the division championship, they were plus 1,400. Their strength of schedule is number 24 in the league. Turnover margin, they were number 17 last year, plus one. Head coach is Zach Taylor. He is going to call plays this year. Uh, offensive coordinator Brian Callahan, who was Oakland's quarterback's coach. And defensive coordinator Lou Anerums. Is that how you said? it? you have any idea? I'm going right. to go with you. New York Giants defensive backs coach from last year. They are a projected favorite in two games this year. Their over-under is six. The juice on the over, minus 125. The juice on the under, plus 105. Um, look, Zach Taylor was the Rams quarterback's coach. Anybody that had anything to do with the Rams coach? Sean McVay. It, well, Sean. McVay. Is it McVay? Oh, McDermott's the, uh, the we did this last year. We were so confused. In the, in it's the Sean I got it this year. Total offense, uh, yards per play, they were number 24 last year, 5.3. Defense, number 29, gave up 6.1 yards per play. Uh, they started 3-1 and one last year with the NFL's number 7-ranked passing offense. They lost Tyler Eifert to injury immediately after that. Then they lost their second string tight end, and the passing offense went in the tank. Right, they were so successful throwing to the tight end. 
And then when they didn't have their guys, they finished the season three and nine. And I think that's more along what this team is. Um, I don't know whether to trust Zach Taylor. I don't know. He's going to be calling the plays. But I don't think he's ever done that. So, you know, they, they drafted left tackle Jonah Williams to shore up the offensive line. He's out for the season. Uh, they signed guard John Miller. They drafted linebacker Jermaine Pratt and defensive tackle Ronell Wren. They didn't really make any major offseason acquisitions. I don't feel like they improved a whole lot. Again, the over-under is six. They're only favored in two games. I've got them at five and 11. Got them two and 14. I think they win those two games. They're favorite. I don't like this team at all. At I, all. I think that head coaching matters in the NFL. Yeah. I think this, this whole... For a while, it was everybody wanted to get the next Belichick, and so they hired Belichick assistants. But nobody hired, like, three guys from one staff for Bill's team. They hired, like, the second-in-command, and then the next year somebody hired that second-in-command, and the next year somebody. Last year, four coaches got a job because they knew Sean McVay. I think the Bengals got the fourth of those coaches. At some point in time, we have to stop trying to – I will say this. It's better than what we thought it was going to be because the rumor was that Hugh Jackson was going to get the job. Yes. Now, this guy is – yeah, you're right. They'd be an 0-16 I, team with you. But I don't know what to trust with Zach Taylor. I don't I don't know what to make of this team. I'm just going to have to wait and see. I don't – I have I don't, no idea. The guy's idea. never ran a locker room before. Like, I, I let's say it, he knows how to draw up plays. Let's say he knows how to call plays. At some point in time, you have to be able to – you know what's great about Sean McDermott? Not Sean McDermott. Sean McVay? Is is he hired a defensive coordinator that is an old wily veteran that used to be a head coach and said, I'm gonna let you run the defense and I'm going to trust you. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna try to be all things to all people. You know what the Bengals did? They hired the fourth guy to Sean McVay and then a defensive backs coach to run the defense. And we don't know who's the CEO in the building making hard, real decisions that are going to affect games. I think those things matter. I yeah. just do. I think it's going to be really hard for them to win football games. I think Andy Dalton is maybe the most stable player on this roster, and and he's like the model of six and ten. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know that. I think it's going to be really hard for them to win football games. I, I can understand that. AJ Green is out, out for a couple for a couple of games. We don't know how bad that is. I know he had surgery. I know he tore ligaments. Like I, I don't know that he's just no, going to come back and be AJ Green. They're saying that he's he'll be back. You know, early in the season. That's right. Point. Week but, four, week seven. I don't I don't know what that means. No, there's but, no. But what does he look like when he comes back? <clears throat> Excuse me. And then what does the team do when he gets back? Like, or up till then? Like, are they? Are they completely out of it by then? Have they won any games? I, I don't know the answer to any of that. No, I, I agree. So I've got them 5-11. and 11, You've got them 2-14. and 14. This team scares me. Yeah. yeah. I think they're bad. Next up, the Cleveland Browns. This is Chris's team. Uh, one of them. So he, Come on he now. grew up a, a Patriots fan, but married into a Browns family. He's been a Brownie for years. 7-9 and nine in 2000. Well, 7-8-1. Seven and, seven, eight and one. Seven, eight and one. Seven, eight and one. Give me that extra. Last year. Division championships, plus 150 this year. So, pretty good odds. Strength of schedule, number 30. Fairly soft. 
Turnover margin, they were number eight in the league last year, plus seven. Uh, head coach is Freddie Kitchens. Uh, the offensive coordinator is Todd Munkin. Their defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes. Love this Former team. Arizona defensive coordinator. Uh, not defensive, head coach. Uh, head coach. Um, they drafted cornerback Greedy Williams on defense. They traded for Odell Beckham Jr. They signed running back Kareem Hunt uh, on defense. They dra- I'll tell you who I think will be the steal of the draft is middle linebacker Mac Wilson. I think he's awesome. He's a playmaker. But anyway, yards per play last year, they were number 12 on offense. 5.8 yards per play on defense. They were number 15, 5.6 yards per play given up. They are a projected favorite in eight games. Their over-under is nine. The juice on the over is minus 130. On the under, it is plus 110. Uh, I'm going to tell you, this is interesting story about Hugh Jackson. Like, this team obviously has talent. We saw it in the last eight games last year. Since 2006, no NFL team has had a losing record with a plus 11 turnover margin. Now, that's, that's just for the season, right? This team was plus 11 through eight games last year. They were two, five, and one. Two, five, and one. Hugh Jackson was awful. Now, I don't know what kind of a coach Freddie Kitchens is going to be, but I do trust him more than I trusted Hugh Jackson. I think this team has talent. I think they thrive on chaos. Everybody talks about all the egos and whether or not they'll be able to keep them contained and whatnot. Some teams don't need it to be contained, right? Like they, Baker Mayfield loves the ego, loves talking, loves all that, and I think that the players feed off of it. He seems to have no problem keeping these receivers in check. Yeah. I mean, he's crazy so for far, a second-year guy. He's gotten in Odell Beckham's ear. You know what? Maybe that was Eli's problem. Maybe Eli, the all-shucks, real nice guy, love him, one of the best dudes ever in the NFL – Maybe that's not what Odell needs. Maybe yeah. Odell needs somebody that's going to get in that ass. No, you're right. Uh, Kareem Hunt suspended for the first eight games. Yeah. That's okay. They got Nick Chubb. They got other guys back there. Uh, Duke Johnson, you think he's going to play, right? Duke Johnson got traded to the tight. Uh, oh, did he? Texans. I, see, I never even saw that. Yep. Um, so, they've got running backs, though. They're going to be fine. They're going to be Nick, fine Nick at Chubb's that. Nick Chubb's a stud. I've got them at 9-7 and seven this year. I, I think that they improve. I think they get better. But I've got them nine and seven. What say you? I I know that there's crazy hype on this team. That's ever, what scared me off. And, and that's the problem. Is the only reason people are backing away is, well, there's just too much hype. There's just too much hype. You know what there is? There's too much talent. Yeah, there's so there's a lot of some, talent. But at it, some point in time, first time head talent, coach, talent has to matter. The first time head coach, but he's surrounded by two guys that are coordinators that have been in the league for a long time. Todd Munkin was in the running for a lot of head coaching jobs. Yeah. Chose to go to Cleveland. Made it clear, I'd rather be an OC in a place that that is fun than take a head coaching job right now at a place where I might be one and done because there's chaos, there's turmoil, and and, and all those types of things. See, there's a difference there. Is it here, I think there's chaos. I don't think there's turmoil. Turnover. Just the GM's getting fired all the time. Yeah. The head coach gets fired all the time. All this other stuff. Now, the it, stability here is way different than it's been for years. And it's only that way because of John Dorsey. Yes. John Dorsey. Because the Haslam's are chaos, and they are the, the, the definition of lack of stability. 
But John Dorsey is an adult in the room that comes in. He makes football decisions. Now, a lot of times they're unpopular decisions because if a guy is troubled and has problems, he's willing to bring that guy in the locker room. If a guy you know, is Odell Beckham and has ego, he's not afraid of these things. Let's yeah. get him in here and we'll control him. We'll figure it out. I think this is the most talented team on in the league on both sides of the football. Now, we all know all those stars that are no, on the offensive side. They're young. Side. They're, not, they're not exactly the most experienced yet. It doesn't but, matter. But still, I don't think it matters. They're still they're, the best. They're still They're still the most talented team in the, in the NFL from top to bottom. Defensively, we don't know all those stars. But you, you talked about Mack. You talked about Greedy. Um, um, last year with, uh, with Ward uh, being taken in the cornerback. Miles Garrett. My pick this year, and this, I promise you, this is not the homer in me. Now, my record, absolutely the homer in me. Okay, I'm going to be honest about that. Miles Garrett is without question the number one overall favorite. He won't be betting-wise to be Defensive Player of the Year. You're going to have your Aaron Donalds. You're going to have your Khalil Max, and those guys are freaks. You're going to have a couple other guys that have bigger names. What Miles Garrett has done in the, this offseason to, to get himself ready for this year might be the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he's you you were showing me a picture of him getting held on a plate. Getting, getting held. Now I know that was in a preseason game against the the Redskins and their offensive line is trash. But but even still, like this guy what is you're seeing, built just He's going he's, to wreck people's worlds. I'm going to tell you, I have this team, and I know that this is ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> hear me out when I say that I understand this is ridiculous. You don't, can do, don't give me some fourteen and two. You crap. can do whatever you want with this information. All right, fourteen <laughs> and two is insane. That's a lot. I've got them thirteen and three. <laughs> I, I think this team is really good. I love. Listen, Freddie uh. Kitchen scares me because he's the unknown. But you know who's not unknown? And I know he's not going to call plays, but he's still going to get the offense ready. There's still going to be a vertical attack, aggressive attacking vertical def- offense. Is gonna Ty Munkin, this guy is an adult in the room that knows how to control these egos. He had to deal with Jameis Winston. He had to deal with Mike Evans. He had to deal with the chaos at the running back uh, uh, position down in Tampa all these years. And a bad offensive line. He, he's been there. He's done that. None of these things scare him. Okay. I think officially Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes is an you know the reason Steve Wilkes got a head coaching job as a defensive coordinator? Because he was really good at that job. Yeah. Defensive coordinators don't get head coaching jobs today. Now, yeah, he was one and done. That speaks more to the Arizona's style of of, of how they run a program than anything else. I I cannot tell you how much I love this team. I think I think they're gonna be good. I think they're gonna win this division. I don't know that that's going to be close. I think they're going to be three or four games better than everybody. I think that them being the stepchild, the bastard child of this division is over. And now I can believe that, but I just three or four games better than everybody. I mean, you forget who's next in the uh, in the list. We're gonna get there. Moving on, the Pittsburgh Steelers, nine and set. Well, nine six and one last year. Uh, did not make the. They, they didn't win nine, did they? Nope. No, they, went, they went eight, six, and one. Yep, and didn't make the playoffs. That's it. I swear, when I write these things down sometimes, See, I don't the, know. The, the tie game always messes you up. Yeah, it really does. All right, so uh, nine, no, nine, eight, seven, and one. Eight, seven, and one. Boom. Division champs, they'd be plus 140 at Vegas right now. Strength of schedule is number 26. Uh, they're going to face a projected 127 wins. 
Turnover margin, they were 28th in the league last year at minus 11. Head coach is Mike Tomlin. Uh, the offense coordinator, Randy Feedner. Defense coordinator, Keith Butler. Uh, all those are the same as they were. Over-under is 9.5. To go over is minus 120. To go under is even money, plus 100. They are a projected favorite in 10 games this year. They brought in wide receiver Dante Moncrief. Uh, he's not the talent that A.B. was, uh, but Antonio Brown is is a different kind of beast. They signed cornerback Steven Nelson and inside linebacker Mark Barron this year. Uh, I feel like this year might be addition by subtraction with getting rid of the, the turmoil, good word that you used earlier, with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Uh, you get kind of the crazy, the, the turbulence out of the room, and I think it could be better for everybody. They were number five in total yards per play last year, 6.1. They were number six in defensive yards per play, gave up 5.3 last year. I like this team a lot more this year without all the mess. I think they are back to just focusing on football. They got something else to play for now. Uh, the wide receivers coach going into the second year. We just found this out, uh, just passed away this morning, right? Um, so they, they've got something to play for there. I've got them at 10-6. and six. I, I think the schedule sets up well for them. I think they're mad about what happened last year. I think they're glad to be rid of the the locker room cancers that they had, and I think they're going to be better for it. So it's interesting that you say they're glad to be rid of the locker room cancers. I think there is addition by subtraction when some things happen. The problem is, is they had Le'Veon Bell gone last year. Yeah, he but was it, never in the locker room, and he never was there, and that didn't make him better. They missed the playoffs for the first no, 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 time. No, no. God but they, knows how long. But they thought that he was going to be reporting eventually. It doesn't matter. He never showed he, up. Agreed, he was but, never but, in the locker room. But then it became a thing where the current players were talking about him in the media, and they kept getting asked about it. It's, it's at some added point, pressure. At some point in time weight. when they step on Sunday field, they never went into a game thinking he was going to be there. Okay. And they, and they underachieved massively. And that's with Antonio Brown having still a pretty great season. Now, not your typical Antonio Brown season, no. but still a pretty great but, season. But didn't even Losing, show up for Week 17. That's, week mean, 17's irrelevant, though. Yeah, so, mean, yeah, you're playing for a possible playoff berth. If, if your Brownies knocked off the Ravens, they were in the playoffs. Here's, here's my issue with this team. You got rid of two Divas. You're absolutely right. You got rid of those yeah. two guys. You still got one Diva on the team, and that's Big Ben. Yeah. He has, I don't believe, and the problem is, is the organization wants to make him the only leader in the locker room. They've made that clear. They've openly came out and said, like, like verbally backed him being the, the face of leadership in this locker room. I don't think that he can lead. I don't think people are going to really follow him. I think he comes across as very fake all the time. He goes on the media saying, Antonio Brown's got to stop talking to the media. Le'Veon Bell's got to stop doing this to the media. But then it's okay for him the next day to go out and call out other players. Like, wait a minute. You can't say that one guy can't do it and then you do it. This is He's, he's inconsistent as hell when it comes to leadership qualities. On the field, dude's got a cannon. Juju Smith-Schuster, the only receiver that scares me. Moncrief, and close to what Moncrief used to be. He's not going to be what Juju was last year if we yeah. think he's just going to take that second role. Okay. I don't think Washington's going to be that. I don't think any of the rookies are going to be that. I think Juju has potential to set all kinds of receiving records this year. 
I don't know that much else scares me on this offense. Their defense was good, not great last year. I don't know how improved they're going to be. I think this is an 8-8 eight and eight team. And I think their biggest problem is still leadership. I think they still have – they won't have drama like they've had before because they don't have stars that have that kind of power or influence right now. But but Big Ben is still a diva. Okay. And he's still running that locker room. And, and I, I just don't know that I would put that much power and influence in him. Okay. Uh, now, of course, at the end of the week, in case you were curious, we're going to give out our Super Bowl picks – our favorite over-unders as far as Vegas betting lines. Uh, we're going to give out our playoff picks, etc. So make sure you tune in for Friday's picks. Let's move on to the NFC North. Starting off with... What did we call them last year? The Brews Brothers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah. The Chicago Bears, 12-4 and last year, to win the division championship this year, plus 200 in Vegas. Their strength of schedule, the number five most difficult in the league projected. Uh, turnover margin, number three last year. They were plus 12. Pretty good. Head coach, Matt Nagy. Uh, offensive coordinator, Mark Helfrich. I didn't even remember this. Did you remember this? Uh, yeah. Former, or- uh, former Oregon, Oregon coach. Oregon coach, yep. Uh, defensive coordinator this year. Now they lose Vic. Big. Oh, that's so big, too. But they hire in Chuck Pagano, former Indianapolis head coach. They are projected favorite in 11 games. They're over-under, 9.5, plus 125 to go over 9.5, minus 140 to go under. Total yards per play on offense, they were number 20 last year. Only averaged 5.4 yards per play. Uh, that's still about average in the league. Yards per play on defense. Now, the Ravens were number one. The Bears are right there with them. Number two, gave up 4.8 yards per play. They signed wide receiver Cordero Patterson, uh, which the only team that's really been able to figure out what to do with him was the Patriots. Uh, But they drafted running back David Montgomery, who looks to take over as starter this year from Iowa State. And they drafted wide receiver Riley Ridley uh, to give him another outside weapon from Georgia. Uh, They signed free safety HaHa Clinton Dix to help shore up a little spot on the defense. He's expected to start as well. I think that this schedule is insanely difficult. Yes, they're favored, in, or they're projected to be favored in eleven games. I've got them at nine and seven this year. I think they take a step back. I'm not a big believer in Mitch Trubisky yet. He didn't show me much last year. Like I like the fact that he didn't turn the ball over a lot, uh, and they did bring in some weapons for him. But I just they, I don't know. No Jordan Howard. No, they they have to lean on a rookie running back. No, they don't because they still got Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen was Dang. better than Howard anyway. So Tariq Cohen was the starter last year. You put Montgomery in there. He's better. He's an upgrade. Do, than do they still have Cohen? Yeah, they still got Cohen. Are you sure? Yes. With the Bears, man, I like this team. I got them ten and six. I like this team a lot. I fought with with them winning this division. Um, I think they're going to be better on offense. I think they're going to be better on defense. I think this is probably the best linebacking core in the NFL. You know what? You're right. And I they got Cohen. I'm scared of losing Vic Fangio because I know how how valuable he is. And I don't know that you could just put another dude back there. I will say that they got a ton of talent on defense. God, they're obscenely talented. The dudes on the field. 
Yeah, maybe the, the most talented defense. This is the most talented defense in the league. Now, I, don't know, I don't know if there's any question on that. I think this is the best defense. I don't know. I mean, I think the Ravens are really good. I think uh, even, even the Jets are, are up They're there. not close to this good. They're just not. They're, okay. they're just not. This, is, this, team is, this team is incredible defensively and offensively. I think they're going to get better. Are they going to be a Kansas City, a Rams, a Saints offense? No. I don't think Trubisky's ever going to be that. Don't turn the ball over. He's a good mobile quarterback, so he he's going to help the running backs rush the ball because you can't just load the box up. Um, Anthony Miller, our guy from Memphis, oh, yeah. I think he's going to – now he's hurt right now, but I, I think he'll be fine by, team, by the time the, uh, the season starts. He's going to compete. He's going to push Allen Robinson as the best receiver on this team. Oh, yes. If you got two outside weapons that are that tall, that athletic, that kind of speed, with the running backs, you got a dual threat and running back, got a good tight end. I think this offense is going to be better. I think they're going to just progressively get better. Yeah, I mean, Matt Matt Nagy and, and Mark Helfrich, yeah. good tandem together. Oh, I mean, yeah. Nagy, remember, was Andy Reid. Like it, that was one well, of his guys, but but we don't. He 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 actually has proven to be a capable head coach and play yes. caller. A lot of guys have left Andy Reid trying to get the next Andy Reid, and they didn't work out. Yeah, that, that and he, this is not to say that he's going to be the next Andy Reid. And you and I both but, kind of agree on on Trubisky. He's doing a lot with a little yeah. in, in our eyes. Now now Mitchell could could surprise and, and break out. They win this division. I think that defense is going to carry him. I think the rule is is. Don't turn the ball over. Don't be crazy. Let the defense keep us in games. Let's make field goals. Let's that, win see, that's, games. That's the thing, right? It's so long as you've got a defense like this, your number one rule as a quarterback is don't turn the ball over. Well, just don't make mistakes. That's it. Yeah, keep us right? in the game. Yeah, don't don't lose the game for us because defense is going to keep us close. What, what do they call that in college? A game manager. That's right. And that's look. You can make a lot of money being a game manager. Like it's Tom Brady in those early years. Was a game manager. He won. Now he had to drive down the field to get him in field goal position. Yeah, but he won three Super Bowls off three. But, kicks. but you know how he did that? Like he didn't turn the ball over. He Saw, didn't make mistakes. Yeah. He made short, they, easy throws that were safe. Yes, he didn't try to go down the field and say I'm gonna win it on one play. Yeah. Oh, I turned the ball over. Yeah. Damn, Just don't make now mistakes. Now we lose. So projected favorite in eleven games. I've got him nine and seven. You got him what? I got him ten and six. We're we're one game different there. Yeah. That's and see right there the number is nine and, and a half and that and that is my still some hesitation with Mitchell yeah and my love for one other team in this division. Let's move on. I'm willing to bet it's not this one. The Detroit Lions, six and ten last year, division champs plus one thousand to win the division. Strength of schedule number fifteen. So right dead in the middle. Turnover margin. They were twenty fourth last year, minus five. Over-under is 7 this year. Their juice is plus 120 on the over, minus 140 on the under. They are a projected favorite in only three games this year. Uh, yards per play, they were number 27 on offense last year. That's 5.1 yards per play on defense. They gave up 5.7. That was good for number 19 in the league. Offense coordinator, Daryl Bevel. He was Seattle's offense coordinator in 2017. They brought him in this year. Uh, they signed, and this is, I'm telling you, it, between the draft and, and what they signed, they are trying to turn this into New England 2.0. That's, that's right. That's exactly he doesn't, what Matt he doesn't make any bones about it. Uh, running back, they brought in C.J. Anderson to go behind on Johnson. Wide receiver, uh, they brought in Danny Amendola. They brought in Jermaine Curse. Uh, they brought in tight end Jesse James. They drafted T.J. Uh, Hawkinson, tight end out of Iowa, who is the most like Gronkowski 
uh, coming out of this year's draft that you could get. Defense coordinator, Paul Pasqualoni. Pasqualani. Pasqual- had, you, you would know how to say that. I, I would say Pasqualoni. Um, they signed defensive end Trey Flowers. They brought in cornerback Justin Coleman, both of which are expected to start immediately. Uh, projected favorite, again, in only three games this year. The over-under is seven. I don't see them getting to seven this year. I like Patricia. I like what they're doing. I don't think that you can replicate what New England does. I've got them at six and ten this year, and and I feel like that's a pretty good six and ten. Like their schedule is pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, but man, I I just what they do with Matt Stafford. He they they rely on him so much. Now I think they're going to get back to you know really focusing on running the football. They're going to run the football this year, but. Even still, like Stafford makes some some crazy decisions sometimes. Um, I I think I think six and ten this year. I got them seven and nine. I'm one game different. Okay. I think they I think Vegas gets his number right on the head. Um, they're going to be better conditioned. I mean, he did. I mean, he had like the the team build a hill like the Patriots build a hill. They run that hill just like the Patriots ran that hill. And that's not I'm trying to be like the Patriots. One of the reasons the Patriots win in the playoffs and win a lot of one-score late games is because they're just better conditioned than everybody else in the league. Yeah. And and it's kind of shocking that other teams don't have conditioning drills the way like I remember in high school we did conditioning at the end of every practice. Like yeah. you practice and then we're going to run. And, and we ran up hills, and we ran up bleachers, and we did these things, and it was the whole team had to do it. I'm baffled that in the NFL they don't do this as a team. They, I guess they just leave it to the players to do it themselves, and, and a lot of guys just don't. Yeah. So so I, I think that's going to matter in a game or two. There's going to be a couple of games where they're going to be picked to lose, and they're going to be better conditioned than the other team in the fourth quarter, and they're going to make plays. That, that either stop that team from coming back or put them over the edge. I think they're going in the right direction. And, and yes, the best thing they could do for Matt Stafford is run the football some. Yeah. Now. Take that pressure off of him. My biggest thing in the NFL, I've been watching this for a long time. Drafting a tight end with your first pick is tough because in the NFL, receivers used to be their third year was a breakout year. Now, Rookie receivers still struggle. Second year, those guys can really break out and do some things. You don't yes. really take third years. The offenses in 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 um, in college and the schemes in college are, are are so much like the NFL more now. They're more prepared for it. Quarterbacks don't take any time hardly at all. You can come in, you can play right away. Tight end, those guys play right away. None of them are ever good. Right yeah. away. Remember when O.J. Howard got drafted? Oh, yeah. Evan Ingram got drafted. Everybody thought all oh, these guys are going to be studs. It's just not how the game works. It usually now, I think takes Hawkinson three. has a better chance because... He's going to be more of a receiver. Well, it, he's not just more of a receiver, but I, he can block. Like, that's, that's well, no, what yeah, made Gronkowski no, He's going to so be different. on the field, and he's yeah. going to make things... You're right. For... But but no offense. And he'll, he'll split time, time with Jesse James and... and it's just one of those things where when you spend a first-round pick on a tight end... You, as an organization, you have to understand that his first two years are going to be learning because yes. playing tight end in the NFL is just so different than how every offense in college plays tight end. Yeah. All right, so I've got them 6-10. and 10, You've got them 7-9. Seven, seven and 7-9. And, and I like this team. I think they're going to be yeah. better. Moving on, the Green Bay Packers. 6-10 and 10 last year. 
Mike McCarthy got fired. Um, did I say that right? Yep. Is that right name? You got it. Oh, I was, I was thinking Mike McIntyre from Colorado. No. That's right. Mike McCarthy. So Mike McCarthy right, Mike. He's fired. Uh, 6-10. and ten. To win the division this year, they're plus 190 in Vegas. This number is always inflated. That's right. Uh, strength of schedule, number 18. Turnover margin, they were number 19 last year, or tied for that with zero. They had dead on zero for turnover margin. Over under is nine and a half. To go over is plus 120. To go under is minus 140. New head coach is Matt LaFleur. He was the Titans offensive coordinator. One year uh, as a Titans OC. One year as the OC. He was also the offensive coordinator for the Rams in Sean McVay's first year. Uh, he did not call plays for the Rams, but he did for the Titans last year. Um, which And the Titans offense was bad last year. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't think he knew how to use the personnel. But either way, they are projected favorite in nine games this year. Uh, I don't know what that means because, again, these numbers are always inflated with yeah, this team. Yeah, it's the Rodgers effect. Uh, total yards per play, they were number 13 in the country in offense last year. Uh, 5.8 yards per play they averaged. On defense, number 14. That surprised me. They gave up 5.6 yards per play. Uh, just a, a touch better than average. Offensive coordinator is Nathaniel Hackett, who was Jacksonville's offensive coordinator. I was really surprised that they brought him in with as poorly as Jacksonville played on offense. Defensive coordinator is Mike Pettin. Uh, they signed guard Billy Turner. They tried to shore up that offensive line a little bit. They drafted tight end Jace Sternberger, who I think was maybe third best tight end in the draft last year, and they got him in the fourth round. Maybe. Um, yeah. He he He's good. blossomed under Jimbo Fisher at Texas a Correct. So led, uh, led college football in touchdown receptions uh, for a tight end. On defense, they signed Adrian Amos, uh, free safety, linebacker Preston Smith, linebacker Zadarius Smith. They drafted linebacker uh, or defensive end, whatever you want. I think he'll fit more linebacker with this scheme. Uh, but Rashawn Gary from Michigan. And they drafted safety Darnell Savage to replace HaHa Clinton Dix. Again, projected favorite, nine games. The number's nine and a half. I think nine and seven works well for this team. Aaron Rodgers, he's still, like, they lose Randall Cobb, but they've still got some wide receivers that he can make better. That's right. Um you know, Aaron Jones still back there at running back. I think the defense, again, surprised me at the number. They were a little bit better than I thought they were. But 9-7, and seven, I think so long as Rodgers is not hurt, I think he's going to be okay. He wasn't hurt last year. Played the entire season. And he did play, and but he, he... Of course. He won okay. six games, and so he's going to say, I played the whole year hurt. Uh, okay. I get that. Okay. I get that. When I do bad, I'm always got an excuse to. Um, <laughs> here's... I think they're going to be. Here's, I always here's the thing. Forget going I, into these things, how much you hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> my problem is this. Okay, I don't think they go backwards at all from last year. I think they stay the exact same because I don't know that Matt Lafleur is going to be a better head coach than Mike McCarthy. Actually, I, I'm almost positive he's not going to be as good as Mike McCarthy. Mike yeah. McCarthy won a Super Bowl. Yeah, Matt Lafleur was the guy that stood next to Sean McVay. And then he went to the Titans, whose offense was kind of going in a good direction and went backwards substantially. Yeah. Like, like not a little, a lot. All right? And, and they had a better offensive line than the Packers do. They had a better um, running back core than the Packers do. Not as good. They don't have, like, a, a, an Adams. But probably better receivers overall. Now, not close to a quarterback as, as Aaron Rodgers is. But, but it's just one of those things where – Rodgers, 
Rodgers doesn't like being coached hard, and so they got rid of a coach that he didn't like yeah. and he didn't get along with, and they brought in a guy that we don't know if he likes, and we don't know if this guy's good at all. I do think Mike Pettin is a is a good defensive mind, a good defensive coach. The defense could take a step forward. I could easily see the offense taking a step backwards. I know it's easy to say Devontae Adams is a stud and Aaron Rodgers is a beast and they're going to figure it out. That's not how the NFL works. Really talented guys get beat all the time because of scheming. If other defenses can come in and know what he's doing and figure things out, then, then it's going to be really hard to win games. I think this division is better. This division might be the best division in football. I think it is the best division in the NFC. And, and I, I just think it's going to be tough. I think they're going to do exactly what they did last year. I think they're going to be 6-10. and 10. I think the Bears' defense is better. I think the – well, I don't know about better because losing Vic Fangio is tough. But they're going to be really good. I think the Vikings' defense is better. Um, I think the, the, the Lions' defense is going to be better. And I don't think the schedule is very easy. Yeah. I think they'll be exactly what they were last year. So 6-10, and 10, and I've got them at 9-7. and seven. Okay, we can do that. Moving on, the Minnesota Vikings, 8-8 eight and eight in 2018. That was underachieving significantly. Yes. We feel like. Well, Did yeah, we... you and I both had them in the playoffs competing yeah. for the Super Bowl. Not... I had them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm uh, losing to the Saints. To win the division, they are plus 190, the same as the Packers. Strength of schedule is number 11. That is the second toughest in this division. Yep. Uh, turnover margin, they were number 19, tied with the Packers last year. Dead zero. So no plus, no minus on that. Their over-under is 9 this year. The juice to go over is minus 120. To go under is plus 100. They are a projected favorite in nine games. Head coach, Mike Zimmer. We love Zimmer. Uh Total yards per play last year on offense, they were number 19, averaged 5.5 yards per play. That was not as good as we expected in the first season of Kirk Cousins. Uh, but Dalvin Cook, you know, it, he had flashes, even though he didn't play all the time. Uh, their new offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski, they have offensive analyst Gary Kubiak, who we also love, think is going to make a big difference. Love Gary Kubiak. And the quarterback's coach is Mike McCarthy. That's right. So... Hopefully that will help out Kirk Cousins a little bit. We'll see. They drafted center Garrett Bradbury from NC State to uh, to help sure, shore up the offensive line. line. Yep. They also signed guard Josh Klein to also toss in there. Both of them are expected to start immediately. Brought in defensive coordinator. Well, no, same defensive coordinator, George Edwards. I was saying, yeah. uh, they been, brought in for a while. They brought in defensive tackle Shamar Steven uh, as a backup. Like their their defense is fine. Yeah, I mean, just just yeah, they're just reloading. Yeah. Uh, yards per play on defense, by the way, fourth in the league. They uh, they gave up uh, 5.0 yards per play. Like I said, projected favorite in nine games. Their over-under is nine. I've got them going over. I've got them at 10-6 and six this year. Got them 12-4. and 12-4. I really like this yeah, team. Yeah, you do. I, really I, just, like I don't know team. that I trust Kirk Cousins don't need that to. much right now. Don't need to. I think they're going to run the football like crazy. If Cook gets hurt, somebody else will take his place. Okay. Because that's what Gary Kubiak does i think i think they're gonna he's got a good run scheme a lot shorter easier passes he's not gonna go down the field those are throws kirk cousins can make kirk is a very um accurate quarterback when he's throwing easy you know passes that are that are are makeable he's not going 20 30 yards down the field very accurately he's just never been that guy 
and and I think that's what they were trying to do with Thielen and, and breaking big plays out and just killed their offense. If if Kubiak, I know he's not the OC, he's coming in as an advisor and also, but if they can run more of what he has done his entire career, this offense will simplify down, dumb down a little bit, but they've got talent. They've got skill all over it. That defense, you're not afraid of at all. I think this team is really good. I uh I agree with you. I, I love them. I think they win the division, and my love for them is more than – my trust for their offense and what they can do is more than my trust for what the Bears can do. I can understand that. I can understand that. All right, that's going to wrap up our AFC and NFC North previews. Uh, as always, you can go back and download the AFC East and NFC East, so go check those out. Uh, coming up later this week, we've got all of the other previews for the rest of the NFL season. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go over to uh, tunagotravel.com. We will see you guys again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.